Welcome to another edition of Chapter Chats with D&D. I'm Denise. And I'm David. And this time we are doing All Systems Red. Now, David was very excited about this one. I So this is part of the Murderbot series and the first few are novellas. So they're really short, easy, quick reads. Uh, I did mine in, I think it was about a day and a half of here and there reading. So they're, they're very short. They're designed to be read on uh, the train ride into a big city. So you uh, have something to do. And so they're, they're quick and easy. And I, I like that. So this one is a sci-fi novella by Martha Wells. And I will say I did enjoy this one. Um, I, <laughs> I am not the hugest fan of novellas. I feel like there's just so many of them and that people should just write books if they're going to just do a bunch of novellas, which um, they did. And but just like, you know, how there's all these series that are like seven or eight books long and then they just have novellas scattered in. I'd rather have just a novella full of stories from the series Mm -hmm. rather than having to pay book prices for a novella. And there's like five of them. And I'm like, why not just make a book? And this one, it's understandable because she does put them together. So props to her. Also, Brandon Sanderson did that with Legion. And I like that a lot. So, yeah, that was a good one. And like the Green Mile, that was one that was a series of basically like six short stories. Anyway, won't go on on it. Anyway, it's a whole thing for novellas for me. Um, but this one we both enjoyed. Um, how many Deb stars, Deb heads would you give it? I would give it a solid four. It's I I really like this one. The plot was pretty good. Uh, introvert robot is great. So four four Deb heads. I would agree. I re- I did like this one. I was a little worried, uh, but I liked the characters that I got to know and everything. So I guess we should dive into it. Um, let's just maybe talk a little bit about it. That's spoiler free for people. Do you want to do that okay. real quick? So um, the basic premise is uh, the main character is Murderbot. It's told in his point of view, his its point of view. Um, and he is a sec unit, a security unit robot that is, uh, has some organic parts so that it doesn't have to follow, uh, its computer instructions. Uh, it can decide if it makes logical sense for that to be a thing. And, uh, so he is assigned to the, um, preservation ox, uh, mm-hmm. mining and research facility where they are on a, a new planet and uh, doing survey survey stuff, research. And uh, they uh, had to pay the company, which I don't know. No, if they, they just ever, references the company. Yeah, <laughs> um, exorbitant amounts of money for uh, the privilege of being able to uh, have all of the research tools and the habitat and the sec unit and all the stuff, but they are not great as a company. They're uh, pretty incompetent. They like to cut corners, but back to the ah, book but, itself, <laughs> but yes. Um, so they run into some inconsistencies uh, with their data that they were supplied with from the company and they have to figure out um, if that's just a one-time thing, if there's more, that uh, was missed, 
or if there was maybe something a little bit more nefarious afoot. And so that was the basic plot. The basic plot. Yes. So that basically a little bit of intrigue there. It's pretty funny, I would say. Um, So if you're interested in sci-fi that's funny with a little bit of intrigue, I would recommend this. Um, Now let's go into the spoiler part. So let's start with characters, I think. Who... I mean, Murderbot is my favorite character. Uh, It's kind of like watching a reasonable version of Bender from Futurama. Um, And I don't know. As an introvert, I can sort of relate. I will say, um, because that's basically how you were uh, talking about it, was saying it's basically a robot that calls itself Murderbot that's an introvert uh, having to deal with people um and i would say that was very accurate i am not as introverted as a lot of people i know but i am i still like to be at home a lot like you know but yes it was very interesting seeing that point of view and very much where he was like constantly shielding because he has a armor that can be opaque so he has a human face, mm-hmm. uh, but he yeah. has the armor that can make it opaque so he doesn't have to have people see him because it makes him very nervous. He doesn't like that interacting with people, which I know was a big thing with COVID. People were like, ah, yes, I can wear a mask and people won't know <laughs> what I'm feeling. And then, you know, the taking away mask was not great for some people because they were like, ah, yes, I have to make facial expressions <laughs> again. Mm. So Murderbot gets that. and. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and his favorite thing to do is to watch entertainment feeds. Yes, which I support. You know, if I could just watch I think or one read of my, all day, I would. My favorite part, I think, was when uh, the – so he has hacked his governor module. Which makes which it is, so he doesn't have to follow the company. Yeah, and but he has to try to follow as best he can just so that nobody finds out because yeah. they'll report him and then he'll uh, be – broken down and put in and no longer exist. Yeah. And be reused for parts. So at some point his, uh, the people at the research station figure out that he has hacked his governor module and they, they figure out that he's been, uh, downloading all of this entertainment stuff. And they're like, there's no way he's watching all of this. We would have realized that by now. Uh, yeah. It's just a bunch of things called uh, sanctuary moon or whatever. Yeah. And one of the characters has seen Sanctuary Moon. And so the way that they figure out that he's actually been watching it is that uh, they ask him a question about it. And he's like, that's not what happens. And they're like, okay, yeah, no, he's Yeah, he's it sounds it. like it's very much a soap opera kind of mm-hmm. thing because it was something about someone's baby, like someone having someone's <laughs> babies, like, no, this, this, this. And I was just like, okay. Um, but yes. The very entertaining character. I would say least favorite character, though, is uh, these names are very hard to pronounce, guys. So be nice. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to butcher all of them. So. Gurathan? Yeah. The, I get that because his thing was he didn't trust Murderbot because he calls himself Murderbot and he could have taken them out at any point in time. But my thing is he didn't and he's just been watching shows and protecting them. And I'm like. You know, just leave well, me. Well, and they do bring up why he calls himself Murderbot because uh, his governor module failed in the past due to uh, not great company policies. 
and basically short yeah shortcuts and uh and so he killed all the members of the mine this mining uh thing wasn't his fault yeah because it made him basically and so whenever he got because basically he went back to the company they restarted him and then he um disconnected basically his governor module and made it so that that would never happen again Mm -hmm. and so it was a lot of people too so i mean it makes sense i guess to call yourself murder bot also one of my favorite parts is whenever he was talking to Gurthen and he was like, uh, Gurthen was like, hey, don't you, like, why aren't you out killing people? Like, I don't understand why you're not killing people because the company is what made you this way and <clears throat> all this other stuff. <clears throat> and he was like, that's uh, completely a human thing. Like, I'm smarter than that. I'm not going to blame all humans because of the mistakes of these humans. And I really like that because Mm -hmm. that's the thing that, like, I think we as human kind of get all caught up in. We like to generalize things. And it's like if one type of person or a company has wronged you, you're like, no, never again to all of them. And it's like it's not I mean, each group is going to be different because he constantly is referencing his other groups he's worked with the people and how this is his favorite because they're pretty rational. They all like each other. They don't make the sec units fight and stuff like this that have happened and it's just like horrible experiences with people basically but you know he just does his job and he says he's not the greatest worker so like it's not like he does it like to the best of his ability but he gets the job done yeah and this one he very much went out of his way to kind of protect all of them even girthen even though he was like you're my least favorite and i could kill you so mm-hmm. um but yeah so they have to Part of the mystery in oh, this book. Oh, plot. Yes. Rating plot. Go. Oh, uh, so, yeah. Um, the, the mystery is that uh, there is a second group on this planet that they've been in sort of contact with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're trying to decide if they have uh, gotten the same faulty information that they got. And then they just lose contact with the other group. And uh, well, since this is spoilers, we can just say that. Oh, yeah, there's a third group. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah, um, the uh, Gray Chris, Gray Chris, yeah, has basically come in and killed everyone, and we don't really. Well, uh, they did it because there are alien artifacts on the planet, yes, and yeah. so you're supposed to report them to the proper authorities so that it can be dealt with properly. Uh, but there's a pretty hefty black market for the, for such things. Okay. And, uh, so they were hoping to kill off everybody. Uh, they were uploading, uh, their sec units with combat override modules so that they would just go Attack out and kill everybody. Yeah. Um, and so they were hoping that, uh, the, um, company would not look into it too hard. Because it has happened in the past where sec units just, you know, like yeah, they he go did. rogue and uh, they don't have to listen to their governor module anymore. And so then they just go on a killing spree. So plot wise, what do you think? I think it's pretty good. I have also read the rest of them. So I know sort of what happens in the future. And it's 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 pretty good. 
I have only read this one, um, but I would say I did like the plot, but I thought it also, like, you know how sometimes you read books and it's like, oh, they could have just ended it earlier because not a lot was happening, and it's that, I guess, would be the point of novellas and short stories. I just would like them in a collection, Mm -hmm. but this one, they very much, it was constant things happening, and I like that. Um... But um, plot-wise, yeah, it was a good when they, like, the how it worked of how they were finding things out made sense. It wasn't a lot of leaps and jumps kind of thing. Everything was rational, and I like that a lot. Um, sometimes when people are able to just jump to the conclusions that work, it just makes it feel a little less realistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's a sci-fi novel, so maybe not the most realistic. But, like, plot-wise, you have to make sense, or else it's like, what? Like, I like it to make sense. And this one did. And I like that. Yeah. So um, I would say plot wise, yes, they she did well. Very good. I liked it. I think um, I would have liked to have seen maybe a little bit more contention in their group. I don't know. I feel like in. Like, I know Garathan Gar- Gar- was supposed to be that. And he, he did it pretty well. I just. If. I were looking for the perfect amount of drama, I would have maybe played that up even a little bit more. See, I feel like it worked better not, but, I mean, that kind of goes into character development. The only ones I remember <laughs> really are Murderbot, Gurathan, and our main lady, Mensa. Uh, Mensa. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I don't know. I had a thought, and it's gone now. Um, what was it? What were you saying? Say it again. Uh, oh, drama. Okay. Hmm. So I feel like in situations where it's basically everyone is constantly trying to survive, like that's when drama can sometimes take a backseat because you all do need to work together. And they all liked Murderbot. Like it wasn't a thing. Yeah. Like they were like, no, I don't understand <laughs> why you're having an issue with this. This thing has protected us. It's saved our lives. And it's like working for our benefit, if anything, we'd be dead without it kind of thing. So for me, it made sense for it to not have as much drama. Like in other cases where it's already not a great stable group, mm-hmm. it would make more sense. But oh yeah, it had and already like, it worked really yeah. well as is. Them being friends and knowing each other beforehand, I think helps because mm-hmm. like friends go through things, and so whenever the drama kicks up, like depending on how your friendships work and what type of people you are, sometimes you don't need to do all that unnecessary stuff that isn't going to help your survival. You're able to think rationally. And that's what I liked about this group, honestly, because I'm not the hugest fan of like unnecessary drama in groups for, cause I'm like, aren't we all working towards survival? What are we, <laughs> why are we doing this? It's not helping anyone kind of thing. So I liked that a lot. Um, but I, like I said, I'm not the bet. I'm not real into the super drama stuff. I'm, I'm not usually I know, either. There was just a whole lot of good uh, character interaction. Well, also, which, you have to think a survey team. They've probably done this before. I mean, obviously not to this extent, but with people you have to work in and your roles are defined and you work well together and there isn't as much contention a well-oiled group. Well, and I, I just came of... off of reading um, Fractal Noise by Christopher Paolini, which is very much not that. <laughs> so. 
I may be getting some <laughs> false false readings off of that one too. So yeah, honestly, it it's interesting sometimes how the books you read beforehand affect what you're reading where you like kind of compare them either consciously or subconsciously Mm -hmm. and it changes like your opinion of a book and you could go back later and then read some the same thing and it'd be all like oh i like this so much more or so much less now because of like whatever else you're reading yeah and that's always a fun reader time some people can separate those things i can sometimes this one i hadn't read anything that was anything like this one so it wasn't a comparison but Paulini does uh sci-fi um okay what else we have done character character development plot i think we've covered just about everything do you have anything you would recommend besides the rest of the series um if you liked a snarky kind of writing style john scalzi's pretty good uh he does not write um he, he writes some sci-fi. Uh, Old Man's War, I think, is one of his more serious ones. But uh, as a general human being, he's he's pretty snarky. And uh, <laughs> it comes through a lot in... Um, he's got a book called Red Shirts. And, uh, that I one. mean, okay, so not snarky necessarily, but like sassy characters. Um, I would recommend Alex Verse by Benedict mm-hmm. Jacka. Mm-hmm. Such a good series. We're going to review it one day, guys. It's going to happen because one of my favorite characters, and it references Dresden because Jim Butcher liked his book and let him reference his character, which I think is awesome. Um, So one day we'll read that one, and hopefully David likes it because if he doesn't, you know. I read the first one. It was good. Then perfect. We'll do it one day. Sounds good to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we both four stars still. Oh, or yeah. Debheads? Yeah, four, four Debheads. I'll, I'll get it right one day. Um, and soon, very soon, as in next month, we should be able to, next month is August, okay, uh, start up our uh, book debate, the great book debate. We yes. already have a guest speaker. That was maybe supposed to be a surprise, but now it's not because surprises are silly. <laughs> um, the surprise will be the guest speaker, you guys. Yes. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining Chapter Chats with D&D, and we will see you next time with our next book that I will not tell you what it is. Surprises. Yes, that, that undoes the other surprise I took away, so <laughs> bye guys. Bye. <laughs> Don't forget, Retroast and Dog Ear are open. We are at 312 West 2nd Street, and our hours are 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., um, Monday through Saturday. Um, that we're both in the same location. Yep, and- we're just tucked in the back, uh... We're soft opening right now, working all the kinks out, but our grand opening will be uh, soon. So keep an eye out for that.